Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to an well that was loud, wasn't it? That's woken you up on your train journey. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein's Talk Sport Daily Podcast with me. You've got it. I've changed my name now to It's quite annoying when you anyway, I can't be bothered with that route of jovial humour. Right, let's look at a wonderful podcast coming your way, and it is wonderful. Just looking down, we've got a bit of Freddie Lundberg, a bit of sports bar, we've got a bit of sports bar. Yep, the ginger fellas in it, H and J. Yeah. It's a really good one, actually. We begin, of course, with your calls on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar after a busy night of Premier League action. Not Premiership, as some idiots still call it. Idiots. I mean, apart from Adam Brazil, I know he calls it that, but he's, you know, he's the governor, he's the godfather. I would never say that to the godfather. He can call it Premiership if he wants. He can call it whatever he wants. In fact, he probably doesn't even know he's calling it. He's probably had a couple of places. He's probably come from the pub, and he probably still thinks it's 1987, hence the... Anyway, I don't know where I am, but these are some of the calls on the Sports Bar last night talking about the Premier League. The ball gets cleared away and the referee blows the final whistle. That is full time here. Palace 1, Bournemouth 0. Jordan Ayew is what's changed our fortunes. We used to have been checking out there doing absolutely nothing. Everything was on Zaha's shoulders. Now he chases everything down. He goes on these runs, wins corners, gets in the mix, nicks goals. Had one disallowed against Burnley. He's been what's changed us a lot. And I know Zaha scored in the last two games. Mm. But before that, he'd been very average. So he's either playing for a move or he's just not quite as he was last season. Yeah, I mean, we, we were watching the game. We are obviously trying to watch the City game at the same time as well. I mean, every time I saw Zaha, he drags players around him. You know, players, he drags yeah. two or three. And, and maybe that's the reason that, that Ayu perhaps has a little bit more space in which to deal with. But he is the jewel yeah. in the crown, Zaha, isn't he? He's the... 100%. Yeah. Jewel in the crown. But he's done that... Uh, I've been doing that all this season and if you look Bournemouth last year did the same against Zaha and they're normally quite effective with it and it didn't work today but um, I think he'll go to Chelsea to be honest as well when it's lifted How much for? Well the good thing that we've got is because Wan-Bissaka went for silly money that's set a precedent now so yeah. we've got our value I'd say about 80 million 70 yeah, to 80 million How high could Palace stay this season Ant? I don't know. We always have massive ups and downs. Well, one half of the season is good, one's bad. The biggest problem at Palace is we've got a massively ageing squad. There's not one, there's no youth in our squad whatsoever, top to bottom. And on the bench as well, in, in Hodgson, yeah. who's doing a remarkable well, exactly, job. Yeah. You say it won't make any difference. The half of our back four today were midfielders. We had Schlupp and Coyote at the back in the back four. So everyone's falling apart, injury wise. And it has ended. Burnley 1, Manchester City 4. Back-to-back home defeats for Burnley. For Manchester City, back to winning ways. And they've cut the lead at the top, maybe temporarily, but it's eight points now. Liverpool, of course, in action in the Merseyside derby tomorrow night. Well, tell me about the game, Gaz. City were really good. Uh, Rodri made a massive difference. 
Jesus, I mean, you asked the question before, can he uh, replace Aguero? I don't think he can, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, some games he's magnificent. Today he was brilliant, absolutely superb. Newcastle, well, um, he wasn't. You know, he's, he's, he's not as consistent yet. Um, but I think he's, I think he's uh, too lightweight, to be honest. He needs to, uh, he needs to build himself up a little bit. Aguero is, is only small, but his, uh, his, his body strength and agility is brilliant. But uh, I don't think that Jesus is our answer. Okay, uh, the gap's eight points now, Gary. Is it still too big? If, if realistically, uh, nothing's too big at this stage of the season. But you can't, you cannot say that Liverpool are not playing, getting the results. They are, they are. Uh, people go to their ground now. It's what fifty odd games in all games that they've not yeah. lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they, they, they've turned into this phenomenal animal that people will probably feel they are not going to get a result as they're walking onto the pitch. Yeah, so I think you're right. we'll keep yeah. going. Yeah. And and if we come, listen, if City come second, it, it, it won't stop me watching them. I've I've enjoyed the ride with what we've done. Um, I, I can see Liverpool hitting 100 points, maybe more this year. I'll be quite honest with you. But there was a time when we were seven points behind our neighbours and we beat them with, I think it was five, six games to go. Uh, you know, company scored the header and, you know, we won the league. Um, so never say never. But it, um, Liverpool, if I had a mortgage and a house to put on it, yeah, I would yeah. put it on them yeah. at the moment. There you go. Some of the calls from the sports bar. Andy Goldstein's one on the Premier League. Uh, a reminder, there's a huge fixture list tonight. Of course, if you've got Amazon Prime. And on the back of all those games, including the Merseyside Derby and Manchester United against uh, Spurs, after all of those games are finished, you can have your say on the sports bar with me. And uh, it, it, it's not Jason tonight, actually. It's um, the former husband of Tatum O'Neill, Gary, will be joining me. So uh, that should be an interesting show. Anyway. Onwards and upwards. This is Oli Gunnar Solskjaer talking about the rumours that he's told players that he could be sacked if United lose their next two games. This is him saying they're blatant lies. Sometimes you laugh, you know, when you read stories about what I've said uh, and stuff. At least I know then the sources that everyone's talking about is they're not sources. They're just uh, made up uh, blatant lies. There you go, Solskjaer calling everyone on the planet liars, I tell you, liars. And of course, that means he's two games away from the sack. Or or maybe it doesn't. Next up is Alan Brazil talking about the Ballon d'Or. Or as he calls it, the Balloon d'Or. Or the Blue d'Or. He's probably walked through a couple of them in his time, but whatever that means. So Messi wins it for a sixth time. Magnificent. Virgil van Dijk second. Cristiano third. Manny fourth. Salah fifth. It just shows you the impact Liverpool have had. Yeah. Uh, Mbappe six. Allison Liverpool goalkeeper seven. Lewandowski goal machine eight. Yeah. Bernardo Silver nine. Mares ten. So no Raheem Sterling. How does that work? I don't know how that works. How does with the greatest respect to Mares, 
who scored a great goal the other night against Chelsea or the other day. How does he get in before Sterling? Who are these clowns that pick this? Yeah, I, I think the I think the Mares won. Not that I'm saying I agree with it. I think the Mares didn't they? They won a big um, Algeria won. Yeah, African Cup of Nations. Yeah, Africa yeah. Cup of Nations. So yeah. I think in terms of worldwide <laughs> stage, Mares done it for them in in that big tournament. But Sterling, in terms of what he he done. For, for Man City has been nothing short of phenomenal so how he's not in that top 10 I won't I'll never know Next up the ginger fella Adrian Durham wearing a very loud shirt on drive time naming his best players just before 20 past 8 oh my mistake 2019 yep yeah, I see what I've done there Mares goes past two players sends it into the far corner with a lovely goal brilliant move Wonderful finish as well from Riyad Mahrez. The African Cup of Nations winning captain Riyad Mahrez. Uh, if you all remember his semi-final winner against Nigeria, it was an unstoppable free kick in about the 95th minute uh, that took them to the final. And just that, it's an iconic moment in Algerian uh, football history. And of course, a title winner as well, who was trusted on the last day at Brighton and came up with an absolute cracker, proving a lot of people like me wrong. So he's my number three. Number two. Ball in for Messi. Messi to finish it. Messi has finished it. Uh, my number two is Messi. Your number two is? Messi. Hey, we're in agreement. 51 goals in 50 games. Don't need to say anything else. Do well, we? we don't. I mean, the only thing, the reason, um, and the only reason he is number two, because he has been great. We talked about that. Um, lost in the semi-final at the Copper America. Lost in the semi-final uh, against Liverpool in the Champions League. Was, although he was brilliant, by the way, in the first leg. Let's not forget that. True, yeah. Two goals against Liverpool. Uh, only one competitive goal for Argentina. Um, and five in ten overall so not the messy we all expect and not well perhaps he's the team but he's still second left hand side of the area money screaming finish from Sadio Mane AFCON finalist uh, only the second time in Senegal's history they've been in the final golden boot winner PFA team of the year Champions League squad of the season uh, African Cup of Nations team of the tournament uh, you know what just the reason why it had to be a Liverpool player I haven't really got a problem with it being uh, Van Dijk it's all about opinions had to be a Liverpool player because Liverpool did so much third highest points tally in Premier League history and yes I know they didn't win it but that points tally is bigger than anything Chelsea, Arsenal, United ever did. Let's put it into perspective. Champions League win as well. And Liverpool great, gave us the greatest moment, didn't they, of 2019, which was that 4-0 turnaround yeah. against Barcelona. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. And the reason why Sadio Mane is my number one is because in that 4-0 turnaround against Barcelona, neither Salah or Firmino played, and Mane was the main man. There you go, Adrian Durham talking football. Next up, H and J or Paul and Andy or Hawksby and Jacobs with their clips of the month. Clips of the month, eh? It's only the fourth of December. This would be interesting. Time for the clips of the month then. Uh, we, we have quite a lot of clips. I think it was about five, it was the way the month fell, about five mm. weeks worth. So there's plenty oh, well. to choose. And we left it the producer and uh, he's worked his magic. So we're hearing these and uh, for the first time, well, you know what I mean, since in this, in this section, yeah. first time since. Well, what should we start with, Andy? Let's start with Ray Parler on Breakfast recalling a classic quiz show. It's, it's like the bullseye though, isn't it? Remember the bullseye? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know if you win it? Yeah. This is what you would have won. Yeah. And they bring up like a three-bedroom dance 
not sure they did, right? Possibly a speedboat. Speed those poor blokes in those brown coats <laughs> having a wheel on a three-bed house. <laughs> it seems unlikely. That would have been difficult, wouldn't it? This was uh, Motti commentating on mm. Arsenal against Wolves. Yeah, well, there's going to be a substitution now, isn't there? Uh, looks as though Ruben Viagra is the obvious choice because he is a left. Uh, well, he is a fullback, really. <laughs> he certainly is. Ruben, our old mate Ruben Viagra. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. No, no, I'd leave it. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have got very confused about the new handball laws, but not our Beaky. The Manchester City team appealed for handball. Now, there's no deliberate handball anymore. It has. To, there's no accidental handball anymore. Uh, no deliberate handball anymore. It's whether the arm is in a, a reasonable position. I wish you get Beaky to do no more heroes anymore, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, get him to do a cover of that. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the new... I'm getting confused I myself. Like, I still don't know the score of Tranmere versus Mansfield. This is uh, Fisherman's Blues, and uh, host Nigel Botherway had news of a premier fishing competition. Um, the winner of the Fishermania Grand Final next year, as always, will net a call £50,000. The runner-up will take home £50,000. What's the point of winning it, then? <laughs> might as well just, What's the point? Might as well just come second. Might as well just come second. Why put you back into it if you're going to get the same money? Ali McCoy's now. And we're hoping this wasn't Cockney rhyming slang. One of my mate's sons, one of my mate's sons has been busting for a drum kit since he was four or really? five. Poor kid. Oh, Syrup of figs, I understand, <laughs> might do the job. And finally, it's uh, the breakfast show. And uh, Laura Woods uh, talked to uh, Alan about the significance of that evening's Sportswoman of the Year awards. It just is a massive celebration of all of all what has been a pretty incredible year for women in sport. It's just mm. there's so many different landmarks that have been reached, um, and so much more um, coverage. But, so you know, what, what are you back in tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of work to be done there, Laura. I, I would uh, say probably. <laughs> Next up, of course, it's that time of the podcast where we have to give James Savundra something to do. He doesn't really have a show. I don't understand what his purpose here at TalkSport is, other than he just drives footballers or football managers, in this case, absolutely mad, has a little chat with them, in this case, Freddie Lundberg, and then charges us an extortion amount of money. This this interview actually cost £25,000. So have a listen. Let me know if it's worth every penny. Yesterday was a recovery for the ones that played as well. Again, today they have to recover because we play a lot. So we'll be training um, with the ones that played at Norwich. We'll be training tomorrow, uh, a short one. But of course, uh, we look at videos and I will show the small details that I think it's vital against Brighton to change. Um, of course, like I said before, if you've had a pre-season for six or eight weeks, there's a lot of things you can totally work on. Here we have to, okay, that little piece is very important. That's what we're going to concentrate on and uh, that's what we're going to do. Have you spoken to Arsene Wenger over the last few days or, or do you plan on doing so? No, I really would like to speak to him. I'm in, in contact with him. I have not spoken to him. It's been a bit hectic, uh, but that's on my list. Do you think we'll see a different Arsenal on Thursday compared to what Arsenal fans saw a week before? I try to build on maybe what you saw at Norwich. That's what we're going to try to build on. But at the same time, Brighton is a different uh, opponent. They're very, very well organised. Um, think they look good so it's going to be tough for us but uh, we're of course going to try to build on what we did in the last game. And just finally from me, do you think this squad needs additions in January and, and if so are you going to be involved in, in those conversations over the next few weeks? I'm going on a match by bat match uh, time now so nothing that I'm going to get involved in and I think we have a very good squad but that's up to the big bosses of the club what they want to do. You're listening to Talk Sport Daily. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Next up is Scarlett's son, Jamie O'Hara. This is him telling the story of when he played left-back against Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm guessing he's going to tell us he had him in his back pocket. I fancied myself. Against Ronaldo? Yeah, I, really? I, I thought he's not going to do me for pace. And I found out very quickly. What? <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> I've seen some videos with the greatest respect. <laughs> and I just thought if he does a step over and I dive in, then he's going <clears> to. <throat> that's it, I'm, I'm finished. So I, always, I just waited for him to make the move. And whatever he did, I reacted off that. Uh-huh. And I've done all right. I actually I, I played well. And he ended up going over to the left side. Oh, well, that's that, good. And against Gunter, who was playing right back, and then he scored two <laughs> goals. So it was one of them ones where I can, you know, kind of hold my hands up and say, "Had him in my back pocket." Had him in my back pocket. And I tried to do the same thing against Valencia the week later when Valencia was at Wigan, yeah. and I played left back again because I played well. He started me there again, and I thought I'll do the same thing against Valencia. Well, that guy can push a ball Rapid. and run like <laughs> you would not believe. There you go, Jamie O'Hara, telling it like it is. Next up, of course, the ex-husband of Katie Price. I actually got an email here from Simon, actually. He says, uh, Dear Andy, uh, I listen to the TalkSport Daily podcast quite often. Please, please, please stop telling people that I was married to Katie Price. I understand what you're doing here with the surnames being the same, but this was not the case. We were only engaged. Okay, well, there you go. So I apologise and I hope I've set the record straight. Anyway, this is the ex-fiancé of Katie Price, Simon Jordan, talking about the Premier League and its failing to sell itself and reach its full broadcast potential. This is him with Jim and Nat. By the way, Nat is short for Natalie, not Nathan. The current deal that Sky, BT and the overseas rights are paying is £2.7 billion per season. And football sits there and applauds itself and lauds itself as having done something fantastic. When you look at the Iron Man franchise, a movie franchise, it's actually doing more revenue than the Premier League is doing around the world. So actually, the Premier League is a movie of the week. One of the challenges it's got, and the broadcasters have got, is churn, piracy. But if the Premier League built its own platform 
and charge nine pounds a month to a hundred million viewers around the around the world, which they'd easily get, you'd be getting eleven billion a year before you even began to talk about advertising content. Back now to Drive Time and Adrian Durham proving that you should never go more than 72 hours without sleep. That's, I'm guessing, what happened to Aid when he decided that Charlie Austin from West Brom should have passed his penalty to the keeper. No, come on, don't be silly. Referee has had an absolute shocker. You didn't really need VAR to see that it wasn't a penalty. Uh, West Brom player, if I'm being kind and diplomatic, I'll say that it wasn't a dive, but I think a lot of people will think it was a dive. Um, certainly in no way was it a, a foul by the Preston keeper, Declan Rudd. And my problem with this is Charlie Austin stepped up to take the penalty. This is the guy who last season was banging on and on about, bar this, bar that, help him out. You know, he had that big squealing rant about how bad referees were. And then what he's, he's had the opportunity to do the right thing, to do the right, proper, decent thing and roll his penalty to the Preston keeper, and that's exactly what should have happened. And then afterwards, he has the audacity after that squealy rant last season. He has the audacity, Charlie Austin, to say, yeah, I thought it was a pen. Nobody thought it was a pen. Nobody. Because it wasn't a penalty. And what you should have done was the decent thing. And the result should have been nil-nil. But unfortunately, there is uh, no sportsmanship left anymore. And West Brom get the three points. Listen, good luck to him for the rest of the season. But the la- that result last night and that penalty left a nasty little taste. And the next time Charlie Austin has a rant about VAR or referees, I'm just not listening to you anymore. Well, that's it for another podcast. But don't worry, my friends. We haven't forgot to put the best bits of the sports bar in. Oh, no. We really have save the best bits till last so just sit back wherever you are even if you're driving a plane or something, just sit back kick your shoes off put your feet up on the dashboard don't by the way I'm just joking don't do that that would be that unless it's on autopilot then you might as well well can you get podcasts up yeah of course you can if you are up in a plane while you're listening to this let me know tweet me Andy I've seen 05 I don't know what I'll do that information in fact don't bother anyway here are the best bits of the sports bar hello hello Michael hey Michael I, uh, you know what right? I yeah yeah you know last night when you when you had someone ask about a shark and a crocodile mm-hmm. yeah you said there's never been a TV program where someone swam with crocodiles yeah right well the answer was one on about seven years ago and I watched it and it's quite good so try and try and find it what's what it called swimming with crocodiles <laughs> and what the what? yeah well I don't know if this is going to be acceptable but me me boss called me in the office and she said yeah. she doesn't she's not happy with her husband I mean, that didn't I mean, happen trust I mean, me trust it. me Rufus has dumped it why again why have you dumped that why have you dumped that what is wrong with you That's tonight not Rufus that's he's playing Rufus what's the matter with you what why have you, have you dumped that do you know what Rufus you're having a you're having a shocking right. last hour mate why can't he say that because it, it it was still, it, yeah, we can't, there, we can't. There's no Rufus crime. is right. There's no crime there. there. There is. There's no crime. The only crime is you didn't take it up. That's the, that's the only crime. <laughs> if he walks out, it's the only crime. Uh, you're alluding to it well. It's, Please it's, don't go further down that road. The only crime if he doesn't go straight in there and deal with the situation. <laughs> Malky's up next. Hello, Malky. Hello. Hi, Malky. Hiya. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Listen, love you guys. I just wanted to tell you a wee story. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys ever done a paper round? No. Neither have I. But I did one day. Okay? I was 17 year old in the wee beautiful town of Recife in Scotland. Yeah. And one of my mates, I was still at school. I was 17 year old. Mm. 
and one of my mates was on holiday with his family. So me and my pal Neil had had to organise this paper round because obviously he was away on holiday, he couldn't do it. About five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and and but he would he had the list because Tam made the list, so he that was the deal. So he marked the papers. Yeah, and I was seventeen year old. I was a. There was like a solid wooden fence. What is going on? What's What's going on? And it was Malky. Malky. He just. Hello. What happened? Tell us what happened then. Just. Well, I'll tell you what happened. No, actually, don't. No, listen, listen, listen. The best is yet to come, honestly. I swear to God. And so, anyway, it was like. Do you remember the. When the Navy used to do that thing with the cannon? Now, so I got the I was being as quiet as I possibly could. And so I climbed up these. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, no, to be fair, long overdue. No! Long, long overdue. Josh! No, I'm sorry, none of us knew what was going on. All Josh, I know, that was the point of it. No, long overdue, mate. Oh, that was, that was unbelievable. Well, there you go. That's another podcasty thing uh, done. Well done, everyone. Congratulations on your work. Uh, if you were all in the same class at school, I'd probably pick out a few of you with an A+, plus, and then maybe a couple of Bs in the Cs, and the ugly ones at the back, you're probably going to have to come back and do a whole other year again because you've wasted my time and your own, and your mums and dads as well. In fact, most of the time, you're behind the bike sheds doing stuff that people do behind the bike sheds. Do schools still have bike sheds? Tweet me, Andy Gossie. No, don't bother with that one either. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Press subscribe, all that nonsense. You know what to do. And there'll be another one along at the same time tomorrow. And another reminder that from 10pm tonight, me and Gary O'Neill will be taking your calls on all of the games in the Premier League from 10pm on TalkSport. Have a nice day. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Yeah, I've finished the podcast. I don't know why you're still listening. I've done it. I've done the old be safe stuff, so we're done now. So you can turn it off. Honestly, there's there's no reason why you should carry on listening. It's utterly pointless. I I need to go now. So if you can just press stop, that'd be great. No, seriously, just okay. I, I'm getting quite annoyed now. Just press stop. Right, I'm going to count to three. If you've not pressed it, then I'm out of here. One, two. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.